Alright. You ready to go? I think so. Here, Here we go. Ron Benway likes to talk. Ron Benway likes to walk. Ron Benway talks to friends and to strangers. You pegged it. Ah, I got it, it. I got it. Welcome, friends and strangers. Um, I'm here um, with my friend Brendan Massey, a.k.a. Viking Moses. Hey, hey. How are you? I, I'm all right. It's so nice to be with you. Thank you. Like we've been that. together a while. We've been together like a week or so. Oh, I thought you were going to say like 25 years. Well, we've been together 25 <laughs> years, too. Slightly longer, I think. It's like no, 27 we've, we've or something. Yeah, we've been, we've been hitting that road for a good week or so. Yeah, We've been out on the road. We played the Dreamaway Lodge this week. We did play the Dreamaway Lodge. Um, exciting place. Where Bob Dylan played on the Rolling Thunder tour. That's I'm just bringing that home. I saw I saw pictures of that. There were pictures. There. I heard there's a movie made about that. Yes. Or two. Yes. Or um, thanks for being here today, uh, joining us, episode 28. Did you hear that? There's 27 more episodes to listen to. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> um, Brendan, of uh, Viking Moses is what you play music under, correct? Yeah, since 2003, uh, Spencer Kingman, this friend of mine, um, great songwriter, started calling me that. So this other friend of mine, Cody Brandt, who I believe you've spoke to, spoken to. Oh, Cody Brandt. Yeah. Uh, feel it's kind free of to this reference like, other episodes. Oh, we yeah. Talk, we've, see, that's what I didn't think about this until right now. We've discussed you on several different episodes. You come up a lot. <laughs> I hear my controversial <laughs> you figure. Come up a lot. Yeah. Well, oh, only nice things. We only said nice things. Well, so when I'm not too busy kicking kids out of beds, then. <laughs> They're stealing money from the That's a secret story. Well, those stories get around anyway. <laughs> stories get around. When I'm not being bad, I... You hear that, Aaron? We love you, Aaron. <laughs> Chocolate Jesus. It's all forgiven. Chocolate Jesus. All's well. All's well. No, yeah, so Cody and Spencer were joking around one day on AOL Instant Messenger, if that gives it any kind of a timestamp. <laughs> yeah, and um, and yeah, that was it. Um, I, I kind of attached the name to what I was doing, um, just the, the music community I was involved with at the time, they were in Chicago, it was kind of this no-wave community, and it just didn't seem all right to do, do like, oh, I'm Brendan Massey, I'm a guy with a guitar, sad guy, you know what I mean? It's something that I battled with for about 20 years or so, um, being lumped into that category, and, and, and I haven't made uh, the challenge any easier by releasing the occasional acoustic album, so that kind of always uh, puts it puts me right off course, but um, I try to bring rock and roll back into it, and I think that anybody who has a um, chance to meet up with me in person finds out, um, for better or worse, that, uh, that that I do operate with the punk rock ethos. And, 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 and I've it, noticed that. And it tends to show in person more than it does <laughs> on the recording. So. Um, but anyway, yeah, Spencer Cody, they kind of devised it, and I, and I adopted it as a, the name. as a name. It's good to have a rock and name to go yeah, around. It's a, great, it's a great shield to hide behind, for sure. <laughs> a Viking shield. It is a Viking <laughs> shield. <laughs> <laughs> and your new album is called Cruel Child. My album is called Cruel Child. It's, um, there's a song on it called Cruel Child, and I thought, I thought that um, that is a, just a visual, and as a theme, really kind of enveloped the the songs together quite nicely. Um, I'm in the habit of making more like uh, like kind of story cycles or like themed albums. And um, this one is less linear as a narrative and it's more just kind of like these little vignettes or these little um, quilted visuals of so it's not this album's not so much a, a whole concept where yeah. like the conquest night is a full concept yeah it's not a, a start to finish to... adventure as much as it is just like a yeah it's just kind of a theme more than a than a linear concept it's more of a just kind of a, a batch but there, i think there's still um 
unified in, in to a subject matter which confronts uh, identity, it, con- it confronts uh, other imbalances in our society, uh, it, it still confronts the imbalances within ourselves sometimes if people are grappling with um, who they are or where, where they feel they fit or would like to fit in, in, uh, in the world around them. Mm. And, um, and really kind of even understanding what that world is and being able to articulate that to others. So these are all kinds of themes that get um, uh, dealt with in this story and in, in this, um, in this uh, dossier of song. And, um, <laughs> yeah, what do you call them anymore? Albums? Yeah, it's an you album. Can't yeah, record, it's a record. CD. No, it's a record. It's, it's on there are CD. Records. There are records. I got CDs this on CD it. format. I've never given CD up on you, compact disc. I've never given up <laughs> on plastic. I can't stay mad at you, No, CD. I can't stay mad. No, it's still the, the, the easiest thing to fit into a backpack when you're going That's far away. Point. So it's pretty well, good why, that Why one. don't you give us a song? Okay, this song's called Cruel Child, Perfect. and it's um and it's uh these are mostly songs of abuse of one kind or another and this this is um how I, how one of several ways I abused my mother probably in her daily life according to somebody else so. I'm a cruel child for reminding my poor mother of my father every time she sees my face enchanted empty-handed taking everything for granted while she tells me i'm her happiest mistake oh i don't want to grow up in a world that will never be the same Though she tells me soon enough I'll be blindsided by love And chasing dreams like pennies down the drain See, I'm a desperate child I lie awake all night In terror of the life I have inside me and how one day it will be gone And everything I have done wrong Will matter little to the weight of feeling lonely Cause I don't want to grow up In a world that will never be the same And all she tells me soon enough I'll be blindsided by love Chasing dreams like pennies down the drain Oh, let's go to the lake again Beyond the fields of Michigan And see if we can't walk across the water I'll mimic every little thing Try to keep from smiling Hoping that I just might earn your laughter Cause I don't want to grow up In a world that will never be the same And all she tells me soon enough You'll be blindsided by love And chasing dreams like pennies down the drain Soon enough, I'll be blindsided by love 
And chasing dreams like pennies down the drain um, I'm going to try something. My band doesn't let me do this. Um, Cruel Child with extra bonus riff. Yeah. That riff only heard on Ron Benway Talks to Friends and Strangers. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and not only is it an abuse of my mother, it's an abuse of my uh, domestic partner as well by having played it <laughs> without her approval. Great Googly move. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you said that Cruel Child, this record, is different than other records you, we were talking about before. Yeah, so it's I think... it a lot more time making this one. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, uh, <clears throat> um, it's, it's been... Um, so most of the other records I've done, I've done like four kind of full-length albums on the as as viking moses officially and um and those uh they're nice I, I like i like how i've done them before um they i usually get a, a band of friends together and we rehearse for two or three days and then you know i kind of scrounge as much money as i can to pay um, the most affordable engineer who's usually doing me a favor at that point because they're a friend as well so um so yeah i'll scrape together a couple hundred bucks and then we go in and we try to flush it flush out an album in a day and that's that's the way i've done it so far and um this one i've done a bit differently um i spent a lot of time on this I've a been, lot of time I've been yeah with and you not, for a lot of it yeah and, yeah. and not only not only in the but recording of it but yeah just and even refining the how i've written the songs or how i've performed the songs. so between the last two records i've done between this one cruel child and the one before it jalea um i've i've been trying to practice being a better singer and trying to play the guitar better and and i'm still working on doing guitar solos <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh but i'm trying to just be a little more deliberate in the things that I do with with the music that I care about, and um, and so yeah. So this this album I've, I've spent a lot more time on in terms of like you know kind of just getting those subtleties just the way um, I intend them to be, and and to put that down on tape as it were. And, and so although the record itself I don't think is any more produced, if in fact it's probably quite it's like m way more raw than anything I've ever, ever done. It's, it's pretty stripped back, but, um, but I think again, uh, putting, putting more attention into the performance and into the composition than before where things have kind of been like a snapshot in time. And a lot of the songs on this have been, you've had for a while. A it's, few of them. Yeah. A few have only been performed live for, for yeah. a couple of years or so. Yeah. So I think when I went into mastering the record, we did 15, there were 15 songs. Mm. Um, three of them I yanked just to keep it kind of like nice. So it's, it's a 12 song album now. Three, three of the songs might go into the next thing, or I don't know what I'm going to do with the other three yet. But, um, and then four of those 12, um, were initially destined to be on Jalia. Um, and those songs are, uh, in servitude, rough rider, pretty little eyes and surrounding skin. Those four songs, um, had initially been destined for that. And I don't know, I just thought I'd kind of hold them back. I thought, you know, maybe that's not the right time for them. Maybe, um, maybe they, they, they will, um, 
do better in the world if, if they incubate a little longer. And uh, Timing is a thing. Yeah, and that's a thing. And so, But eight of them are hot and fresh. So, you know, they're songs <laughs> yeah, that yeah, put hard record. on. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I said hard on. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've worked ever so diligently. You and I went on tour of Europe together in 2007. If you imagine that's 12 years ago, we that's went on tour. Yeah. And the thing is, I probably could have been on tour with... I blame myself for not going across Europe with you again, because you go there a lot. I try to go like you've as been, often as I can. Yeah. Just recently, you went on a tour, and you were in the sun for three days? I was yeah we went yeah yeah we went up where you were we were in Norway we're in Norway. within the Arctic Circle in this um, small city called Tromsø okay. and there's some folks that live there that reached out and um, said hey do you want to do this and I said yeah we'd love to like you know this is something that is important to me as as an artist but as a human in general just to to be able to you know if, if there are opportunities to go somewhere that otherwise wouldn't be um, I try to I try to do what I can to get there and and often. Um, you know, often the opportunity isn't very financially viable, and, sure. um, but but this this time everything I think hopefully worked out. I still haven't I haven't done I haven't counted it anything yet as far as like you know like my bills against what I've took home. But I, it's I'm, I'm thinking it probably cost me a little money to do it, but um, but it's okay. It's a, it's a once in a lifetime experience. But you're one of the so. most creative touring singer songwriters that I know. Like you have never stopped. You always are going somewhere. You're always planning for something else. You've been all across, you know, England, and you've taken me across England and Scotland and went to Lisbon, and you've played all over Italy and all over Greece and all over... You just, you just, like, I find you an inspiration, and so many people I know find you an inspiration because you're basically just a dude from, you know, (laughs) living on the East Coast between Baltimore and D.C., you know, and you do so much. Like, you do so much in developing other artists, you do so much in sharing and taking other people on tour. Um, so many people you've taken on their first tours across the country is really amazing. Yeah, that's, that's something I think as, as an artist, I, that's to, to date, I feel, like most, I feel like most proud when I think about ways I've been able to either help or assist or even be a stepping stone to, um, to other artists who, in my opinion, the world needs to hear you know and 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 being involved with them in in any little way is like i i I try to think of you know how could i have been involved with nirvana or leonard cohen people i'd never will uh, you know people i never have met but people whose work have have really shaped the way that i see the world and the way that i feel it and the way that i communicate with it and um and to be involved with these artists this way that that i think will continue to do very, very wonderful things and very important things for um, their own audience. And they're going to develop and shape that audience in a way that no one else can. I think to be involved with them, not only as a fan or not only somebody who is able to see them in a living room or in a club, but to be a part of like making introductions or to be a part of like, you know, giving them insight on things that may or may not work in business or things that may or may not work in how we present ourselves in a, like a branding sense or in just all kinds of different ideas that, um, not, you know, to not only that are artistic, but are also professional in other ways. And, and, um, and that's something I'm extremely proud of, um, as an artist, um, Mm -hmm. because it's, it's, um, it is artist insight. It is like passing on a torch in that sense to, to be able to share that kind of stuff, and and that's something I feel 
so far to date, I feel far more accomplished in that than I do as a songwriter, but I'm still striving. You know, I feel, I, I see myself, although I've been doing this for 25 plus years, writing songs and performing them in public, I, I feel that I'm still growing as an artist. And I, and, and I hope that the trajectory, yeah. the trajectory is long yet. I, I hope that the path is long. Um, I haven't tired of it. Um, you know, I, with all, with all the frustrations, um, being an artist, especially in America right now, and, sure. and not having a lot of opportunities, financially speaking, to sustain one's activities. It's, it seems like art for the masses really is dying hard. in America right it's now. It's hard, right but, it's, yeah. but, it's, but it, I think... The, but it has to be DIY. The interesting, we have to do it ourselves. Well, the yeah. interesting thing about it, in my opinion, is that, that um, it's, a, it's, it's a great way for artists to, you know, like it's a great way for creative people who are creating wonderful works of art to also be creative in the way that they engage their audience and, and, mm. and to... And being creative in the way that they understand themselves, um, it, it's it's still like you know to do that stuff on the admin, the administrative side, and to see that so many artists are doing extremely well without the help of like record labels or without the assistance of different uh, other other entities and other um, stakeholders that they can do this on their own or or with fewer components than before is uh, is is only a testament to. Um, the creative force that is in, within somebody. And, and I think that, I, I feel like even looking back at history, if you're looking at Frank Zappa, or if you're looking at the Beatles, I think those who have really done well and done the best are people who had always had um, a really strong idea of how they want to be seen and, and, and to have a, a, a high level of integrity in the message that they're bringing to the people that listen to them. So, I mean, I think that, I think although it's, it's challenging to cut it and pay rent and to do these things, <laughs> um, it's, it, it is a, it is a, a proving ground for people who are creative and to, to make them creative outside of just writing the song, to be creative in the way that you, um, just present yourself and connect with people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've been, yeah. Yeah. You've been an amazing conduit. To help these people get out, <laughs> well, and I, to help these people grow I've been and stuff. I've been amazed. Between, between this, I mean, I know you. You used to tell me like, oh, I found this guy at a coffee shop somewhere, and then you're going on, and then you're crossing Europe with this person, whoever it is. You know, like yeah. it's just something that not everyone has in them, and not everyone can accomplish. And you've done a great job. Yeah, and it takes two. It really takes. It takes the you know. It takes I, the artist. Of course if it I've does. been able yeah. to, if yeah. I've been able to open doors or shine a light onto something in in their in their little part of the path where we had intersected then then um it's really taken them to stay the course and to um yeah. to face their own challenges and, and we each have them and so and and i look at all this as a community thing the only the only time i've prevailed the only time i've gotten recognition is been um really when when um people have come together or somebody has um shared their spotlight with me so i haven't really forged a lot on my own for myself yeah. i don't think yeah. um apart apart again from doing my part from staying the course and trying to to grow and to write better songs so. well let's hear one of those better songs okay <laughs> this is uh what's the best place for people to find your music just spotify or you have, you have your own you, site right i just i mean if the, if they remember the name viking moses viking i think moses if yeah, you're they, tuning in right now it's viking moses this is viking to. moses we're talking to yeah i mean you can you can search search in the uh, engine <laughs> I have a dot .com. I've got all that stuff. But you just, just key in Viking Moses. Go, go, yeah, go it's not even a thing. Yeah, I, it's I, on most platforms. Okay. So, yeah, it's wherever you, uh, wherever you need it. We're, we're wherever. We're there for you. <laughs> we're, oh, I saw a billboard. It was for some hospital or something. We're everywhere. 
you need us. It was like, it was like, I think it was like, we're everywhere you need us. But I, I read it as we're everywhere, full stop, you need us. And it was kind of scary. So, so in that, in that way. It's I'm, already ready. I'm everywhere. You need me. Um, anyway, this is a this song called Fool for the Flame. I don't have much of an introduction for it, unfortunately, but um, I'll just get on with it. Sounds good. She called my name when she did on a ride. Clinging to her moaning, killing time. She took on my brain She called my name She lived for the fight I live for the same Terrified Oh la 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 Oh la 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 Oh la la, oh ha, Cut off from the cornfield, tethered to the vine, fleeting little molecule, faded line. But I stay on my game. I call for the light, a fool for the flame, burning bright. I'm in Pittsburgh on Tuesday. Oh, this Tuesday. When are we talking to the people for real in real life? Yeah, this will air quick. Okay. <laughs> this up. So uh, it'll be safe to say. There's nobody farts or this, anything. This coming, right this coming Tuesday. This Tuesday. This coming. For now. Could Tuesday be tomorrow. Could be tomorrow. Could be two days from now, Tuesday. <laughs> if you're right on tip, you can see him in Pittsburgh with Spen King. With Spencer Kingman. Spencer with Spen King, King yeah. Spen King. The Spen King. Spen King, kind of a weird. Uh, uh, not not weird, but uh, but kind of a reluctant musician he is. He's uh yeah. He's you've always kind of forced him to music, not, not forced him, but yeah, I'd always... say forced him. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 the first record, I literally tricked him. I, I deceived him. Um, we I set up a studio session uh, for a band with our friend Rhonda Turbo. She and I had a project together called Tendrils, and um, she. Uh, so I set up this session for Tendrils to record for the sole purpose of. Spencer to 
you know, sing along with us or play with us and then and then say oh well we finished our session but we got all this time it's paid for and he caught on then at that point and, and so he just played through the album in real time single takes the whole thing so his first album okay. is this uh deception that uh i brought to him um <laughs> And that's uh And it always surprises me. I'll be across the country just meeting people and it'll come up that I've know Spen King or I'm part of this group and just like random kids be like, I'm floored by Spencer Kingman, you know. He's, like, yeah, he's, he's really, really something. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah, he's got a very Not that, that doesn't happen with me and you too. <laughs> it happens to people no, when I you mean, know no, Spencer, you know Spencer, Moses, no way. Yeah, Spencer uh yeah, for somebody who gets around as little as he does compared to other bands, I mean he almost never plays out in public so i mean maybe one or two shows a year and usually where he lives right now he's living in pittsburgh um but uh for he kind of his his reputation has spread uh in a similar fashion albeit not as broadly as neutral milk hotel in this way that's very word of mouth he's like made some great songs put them out there and um and when people hear them they almost sound effortless and 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 they really uh he's got these addictive playful melodies that stick um he's got this angelic voice and his lyrics are are very interesting and and visual and uh and yeah and so he's got this uh and he's just a great songwriter, and, and people have responded to it. And, he works and those songs too, though. But he songsmiths the song for years. He right? will work on a song. I mean, from he'll give me early versions of a song, <laughs> and then mid versions of a song, and then other levels of mid version, and then then he'll record the song and release the song, and then you'll see him a year or two later playing the song, and it's still changing. <laughs> so he's kind of a Walt Whitman in that way that okay. he's like constantly That's an evolution. Yeah, it's like his leaves of grass is his catalog, and okay. and it's it's a it's really a cool thing to be a part of. It's like I have more video games get more bowser inspiration yeah 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 i don't know how many video games he's playing he's not anymore right he might be programming them as a matter of fact but yeah no he's yeah he's he's really uh he's he's an interesting fellow he's in he's inspired me in in a lot of ways um not only musically and and having collaborated with him that way but we've lived together and and my our friendship has really benefited me in in ways that i'm sure aren't balanced but um but i i feel (laughs) the better for it in in terms of uh yeah, I'm just, I don't know. You mentioned Rhonda Turnbow. We need to Turn, talk yeah. about Rhonda Turnbow for a second. We need to talk sure. about com. She's a sponsor of the Ron Benway uh, Talks to Friends and Strangers podcast, a, a continuing sponsor of the show. If you're looking for an illustrator, here's a commercial. See, I slipped that commercial in. It's much easier than Mark Marin does it. <laughs> if you're looking for an illustrator, RhondaTurnbow.com. I recommend you go to RhondaTurnbow.com. She's done artwork for me, for my album covers. She's done artwork for you. Uh, you have an awesome uh, kitchen towel right now, like yeah. a tea towel yeah. that was drawn by Rhonda. They're beautiful. Like I, at the show we played in in York at Sign of the Wagon last week, I was like, I just had to do a rant about it. Like if everybody doesn't I leave think, here, I think we moved with like, a kitchen towel. Yeah, we moved a handful of them that night. If everybody doesn't you, leave, yeah. I'm not going to be friends with anybody who doesn't leave here with this amazing kitchen towel. So RhondaTurnbout.com is our sponsor. And if you're looking for an illustrator out there, anybody anywhere, go to her website and talk to her about it. Yeah, she's yeah, she's she's got a She's been our friend. She's got a very distinct style that that I think is yeah. I'm in love with it. I'm just going to come right out and see you guys were kids in Las Vegas. Yeah. And we, she was like, "What do you want to do?" Like you were 14 and she was 13 or something, 15 and 14 or I don't know, whatever. You were you 15, were 15 and 13, I think. I was I'm a year or two older. You were teenagers. She says a year and I And say you're two like, years. "What do you want to do? Do you want to hang out?" And you're like, "Yeah." She's like, "What are we going to do? We don't have any money." And you're like, "Let's go to Benway Bob." And she's like, "We can't go to Benway Bob. I told you I don't have any money." And you're like, 
you don't gotta have money to go to Benway Bop. Benway Bop was my record store in Las Vegas. See how he slipped another commercial in? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's not there anymore. Don't oh, go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a hashtag now. But um, but I always love that. If you, if you that's like my favorite story. And that's how I met Rondo. Was you, you were like, you don't need money uh, to hang out with Rondo. If you go to 4800 South Maryland Parkway, uh, put a flower on the ground for There's us. a nice parking garage <laughs> next to it now. Oh, they ripped the building down? No, they oh. ripped that building down. Oh, yeah. The one next to it that used to be Tower Records when I was a kid is now a parking garage. All right. I'm hoping that every good t- every record store I've ever owned in my life will one day be a parking garage. <laughs> that make me really happy. Wow. And the people of Venice could really benefit from a parking garage right there on Windward and Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Why don't you play us another song? Oh, already? Got that? Okay. Sure. Sure. Sure, we got this. I'll turn it down. Finally caught up to the call Join the cause and kiss them all Finally sacrifice the kid for the cattle Should have followed all along Lay out the trouble all at home in all of my battles. One could only wage a war. Nothing less, nothing more. Should we fall down on the floor, sore and rattle? Go a little more, get down filthy on the floor where the lowly can no more fall further. And fear the call to the hand, and find the gall to understand. Fumble lost in their land. Oh, oh, oh my lord, the call me to home. No calm there, no song And they're so sad and alone And prowling But I see life stalled and turn Live to fall, live to burn Oh, I'll take what I've learned And come crawling
It's so nice to sit here and listen to you play. I just, <laughs> I just always, it's always my favorite thing to have a personal concert from one of my favorite artists. Um, so uh, something, and now we've kind of touched on this already. We've talked about this in so many ways, but we've, but we have talked ma- mainly about the who and the why and the where. And something you told me after my second episode, you give me a lot of advice. Let me just cop that <laughs> to the people in the world. This guy gives me a lot of advice in my life. If I need advice, this is who I come to and talk to. Um, you're kind of a mentor to me, which is funny Likewise, because yeah. I was kind of your mentor in the beginning and then it kind of switched. We switched positions. Um, but you told me, figure out the why. So I'm going to ask you why you do this. Well, I, I suppose... Um I suppose I'm going to go backwards. I think I'm going to go backwards about to the time that you and I met. In Vegas. Um, in Las Vegas in 1992-93. I started writing songs. <laughs> it's a pretty desolate time for Las Vegas back then. Um, it's a whole different city now. Yeah. I, I suppose like the background that I had is um, I'm, li- I'm living at home with a single mother. She's working really hard to support us both. Um, consequently, I'm alone a lot. Um, I've always been a pretty introverted person. I've been somebody who was not able to articulate what is going on in their mind and the world that they see around them. And it's something that I've been working um, hard on, like, hard on <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> we do the same job twice. <laughs> I've been working on this stuff for a while and I'm still working on it. And, um, um, and so anyway, I think that, I think that something happened when I was about 13 or 14 years old, um, making this music. And especially after a year or two, after you having given me my first opportunity to play in public and after, um, building an audience and, um, and seeing what this, what what this activity is doing for not only just me but the the people around me um it just felt like this it felt like this uh it just felt right i don't know how to i still can't i I still can't put words on it but like something about it feels right it still it feels um bigger than myself it feels uh it doesn't feel like i still don't have this ambition to make a ton of money apart from being able to be a good partner and pay rent but like i mean i feel like I'm, i'm i don't have this ambition to uh, aim for the stars. I, I, I have a, I feel like my, my, um, I'm pretty good at like making ends meet. Uh, and I, and I know how to do that. Uh, but I just, it just, the, the why of this is just something it's, it's, it's based in community. It's based, it's, it's, it's extremely spiritual for me. Somebody who I don't have a religious background, um, or upbringing. Uh, so but this if, is very much church. Yeah. So this is, yeah. If, if, if it, what you know, it, it's life, it's just something that's meaningful. It's something that I feel like I've found an identity through. I feel like it's something that it's a contribution to people around me in some way. Um, not, not again, that it's for everybody. I, I think, I think, uh, my voice and, and my my guitar playing is a refined taste, um, but I feel like the songs underlying my voice and the guitar playing are a bit more universal, and that's something that I feel confident about. And um, and and when somebody covers my song, for example, and mm. they can they can deliver it in their own interpretation, um, it's really touching for me, and it and it, and it feels uh, it, it's a real honor. But it also feels like that there's it brings value to it. It's like, it feels like, okay, this is, there was, there was a little something like, there's reason why I did this, that, you know, because because I didn't do this. I didn't go and do this to like meet girls and I didn't go and do this to, you know, be accepted or I didn't go and do this to make money. But, you know, these certain things have come out of it, like, which is true friendship. There's been, um, uh, ways to contribute to our, our culture are like American subculture, and even it's an international one now because people are connected, and and sure. and, and I feel like people are are uh, more and more people are recognizing borders uh, less often, and we're all trying to 
find ways around certain limitations. And um, so I feel like being somebody who has come from uh, a background that I didn't have money, nobody's really supported this. I've had a few windfalls um, when it's come to like, you know, maybe getting a song synced into a movie or signing a, a project with a with a company or something like that. And then that's been able to afford me a year or two's rent or mm -hmm. to buy another tool to use, you know, like a computer or something to and book my shows with or yeah. something, you know yeah. what I mean? And so so I feel like th this is all, the why of it is, is something that, that I haven't experienced in other activities I've done, like uh, particularly in the service industry. Um, now, I don't mean to belittle the service industry or any other industry because I, I, you know, uh, I feel like a lot of people do get um, meaning out of that. I know a lot of people who get yeah, satisfaction yeah. out of Your, your family has, food. my family yeah. has. I, yeah. I mean, being in Vegas especially. I have friends who would do nothing but bartend, and that's what they love. Yeah, and your mom and dad, your yeah. dad being a maitre d' in, in, sure. in, in, uh, in, on the Strip, and, mm -hmm. and my my, uh, my family were all involved in Las Vegas uh, 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 service in some way, and, and they've all been able to raise families with that money, save retirement, uh, and they've been able to create a lifestyle that... that that um, really afforded them a life that they sure. they are happy with, and 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 I haven't found that in in those in those activities, and I have found it in this. And so, uh, I left school um, after a lot of consideration, and and I think you were the only one who really supported my decision. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, your aunt came and yelled at me. <laughs> yeah, and that's a thing. And and so I feel like I feel like I've I, I you know I feel like this this is something where I've 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 invested all in into this kind of activity to be a part of a community um, to learn how to um, to remove myself from myself in ways that benefit a community to try to learn to try to be open and to try to share that with other people who have a similar interest to be involved with something bigger than themselves and to have a great time doing it you know to to, to to set to find uh, ways to get uh, get over obstacles and a way to um, create music that not only we are proud of as creators, but mm -hmm. like but that that means something to an audience. And so that that's something. So that's kind of the big why for me. And 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 again, it's like uh, I think that like you know because as as I continue to do this, I, I continue being able to go to different parts of the world I've never been yeah. to, where I wouldn't. You know, I don't know if I've ever been on a vacation in my life. I, I don't have. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't have money for that. I yeah. don't. I, 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 no, I mean, you I don't go to work on vacation. To, you, and so and you so see the sights though when you're on tour. I try to. You'll yeah, drive twenty miles out of the uh, way yeah. to see an abandoned castle. And 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 again for that, I mean, I but again when I I my my appreciation for the opportunities to go somewhere i will you know if i have a if i have a few weeks notice i'll try to pick up a history on the place or i'll try to research or investigate it in some way and i'll try to be sure to find a place to to kind of get you know to get a better comprehension of where i'm at and i'm not just simply showing up and like projecting my shit all over everybody and taking money and leaving i want to like i want to come i want to experience where i'm at I want to ask questions, I, you know, like a lot of times because, and I think this is a benefit to being a smaller, more obscure artist is um, people that host host me tend to not always be legitimate promoters. You know, somebody, it's, yeah. it might be a fan who's like, hey, 
are you ever coming here? And I'll say, hey, if you have a few friends, I'll, I'll come out and this is kind of what I think will help me break even. And if we don't make it, you know, I'm, I'm happy to incur the risk. And, and, um, and then I'll end up staying in somebody's house and we're eating together and I'm meeting mom and dad yeah, or, yeah. you know what I mean? And then, and I might have a day or two off. And so we get to experience things a little more intimately in that way. And then, um, and then I try, you know, and I try to keep in touch and come back. And, and so in this way, in you this have way, like a to, worldwide local scene. Like it's kind you're of funny, like, yeah, a, it's I've, I've been with you. I've been with you where you're like, Oh, there's a cafe around the corner. We'll be in, Sheffield or Hull or whatever and you'll be like we'll walk around the corner and everybody in the cafe will go Brendan <laughs> and I've seen this happen in you know in 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 just all over the country all over the country yeah. all over Europe I've seen you've 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 got this personal touch that everyone feels like they're a part of you and a part of your success and a part of your and I see it through Stephen Kent in England and mm. I see it through um, just so many different people across this country who mm. have, who have, who, who, who love you, who embrace you, and you're their little, yeah. you're their, you're their little DIY star, you know, like, and, <laughs> well, and but you, yeah. you, you do that by treating everyone like it's a worldwide local scene, and like yeah. you're a worldwide local. And yeah. I know you've always said you want to go to, um, like, uh, like, like. Uh, uh, Iran or like you want to go I would to play love to, like yeah I would love to I mean not I don't Iran know. specifically but like yeah you, oh I mean specifically like I would love more. to visit Iran yeah I'd love to visit Iran I'd love to visit places in that region and in, in, in the you know which is very difficult for a musician yeah. it's a difficult for an American right now it's yeah. difficult really for anybody because you know a lot of uh, particularly places like Syria I'd love to visit yeah Syria. like Middle East the uh, different yeah, Middle Iraq East countries and these places that are that great, are yeah. um, that are just uh, torn apart by civil dispute and by outside invaders and by um, bad regimes and and different things like that and and it's it's uh, and a lot of what I may have wanted to go to see isn't there anymore because of a lot of destruction that happens as a result of these conflicts yeah. and so but still um, I try to connect with people in what ways I can you know if if, if uh, you know I have uh, many friends who've come to this country or other countries where I've met them and, and they're maybe they, they're from Kurdistan or maybe they're from Iran or maybe they're from Turkey or maybe they're from wherever, or maybe they're from Italy, maybe they're from uh, Scandinavia, maybe they're from China, maybe, I mean, anywhere, like, uh, it's something that's important to me to, to connect with people um, in whatever way that I can. And, and if, if there's anything that I can do to provide some kind of service, whether it's through my song or whether it's just having a conversation and trying mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, for each of us to have this exchange of perspective and uh, culture, I think that's something that that I've de- dedicated my life to. That um, I've been finding ways of um, being involved with this outside of music in the past few years, um, which which um, has been extremely meaningful. It's, mm. it's, so I'm, I'm working with a lot of just um, help in general, helping people reach their goals. Yeah, and whether I'm doing, it's music related or not. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm, I'm outside of music. I'm working with um, I'm working with. Uh, students and different people that are trying to uh, come to our country and study um, in our universities. And I'm mm-hmm. working through foundations like NGO foundations and different programs and fellowships um, um, in different capacities. And with some, I'm, I'm working as a mentor to help them develop their writing skills and others. I'm, I'm you know, I'm a part of the, the filter, uh, looking at applications and deciding uh, what moves up and what doesn't and and how to how to give feedback on on stuff that isn't qualified to move up but could be you know what i mean and so these are different things that um that i have really been not only enjoying but um it's been helping me understand 
parts of the world that I don't think I would ever have an opportunity to visit. Um, and that's like, you, you never stop learning. You, I try. You yeah, never yeah, stop yeah. learning. From yeah. I, you're old, there's stacks of books surrounding us everywhere. <laughs> I've, I've I've went with you on like we're traveling, and you're like, I need this box of books. I'm like, we need this box of books, really. Like, and you read them. Like we one time on tour, we were, I'm, you, I'm sure you remember this, or maybe you don't. I mean, you've been on tour a lot more than I have. But um, one, we were crossing England, and you were just you read us a book about Mormonism. I think we read like a, you yeah. read it out loud, like a book on tape as we were driving from yeah, show to show. That was, yeah, that book that was a book that Spencer re- recommended. You're always trying to improve yeah. the world yeah. around you. You're always trying to improve yourself, the people. I couldn't. I couldn't think of a better scenario. I mean, you went to you got a degree from MICA last two years. Yeah, five I got, years a, ago, I got a, a master's degree in business um, from an, from an art school. A master's degree in business <laughs> for an art school. From an art school that so, you yeah. got in with just yeah. uh, your experience. Yeah, I came basically. in as a non traditional student. That was something that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a high school dropout. I, I I the last grade I finished was eighth grade. I was enrolled in high school. I I got one credit on my 16th birthday. I went in and and. Uh, <laughs> eight in the morning and I signed myself out because that was the legal yeah. age I could do that. Um, uh, and, I, cu- I couldn't be more I happy it. that I told you like, you're wasting your time in school. Like, get yeah. up, go play music. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And, and again, to, to, it's for you to get a degree years later, yeah, and a part I was, of, that was a feather in my cap to be well, like, yeah. okay. And a part of the, a part of that wasn't just like, Hey, everyone should drop out of school. It no, was like, Hey, no. you're doing something that's important and school doesn't seem to be getting you closer to that. I don't think most, people but at the same time, you, school, you, you advised me that, you know, like don't just sit around on the couch and do drugs all day or don't get drunk. Or, get you know, like you need to 40, you need to do, you need to do something because if you're doing that kind of stuff, you should be working. In a casino, Either or maybe school, you should be, you should be in school or, or something. working your ass. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's that's advice I I uh, took very seriously and that I considered, and it's something that I think about when I when I uh, uh, am just looking back and and trying to account for things that yeah. I've yeah. done right and done wrong. And I and mean, trying you've, to set you've them always worked hard on this. Hard on. <laughs> I said hard on. <laughs> Well, yeah. So the the degree thing. I mean, it's like so. Yeah, I was able to come to them, and and I and uh, as a non traditional student, I, I I heard about this program that they had uh, called the Business of Art and Design, which mm. which is um, basically for artists to run their creative activities in a business for, format or in a business model. And um, and I came to them, and I said, hey, like I've been keeping myself alive uh, doing art for you know I think at that time it was about twenty years. Um, I've been trying to help others do the same uh but i'm a dropout i don't have a gd i don't have a bachelor's i don't have any credentials but i came with this statement of a ted that evidently was strong and i and i brought i had some pretty good um written recommendations um and uh and they said okay uh, it's gonna cost like whatever the application fee is 200 300 bucks i'm like i don't know like if i don't have a chance <laughs> yeah, yeah i can't, a lot I can't of money. Yeah. and <laughs> so, go on the road for a month on that <laughs> so yeah so i was able to get in um get in uh basically accepted on those terms and and I, I, I and as a free ride essentially and so um that was uh that was something that that I really it was an opportunity I don't think I would have had anywhere else um, and, and it was an interest I don't think I would have had anywhere else I don't think I had really ever been interested in in pursuing any kind of academic career and um, being able to do that at MICA uh, under under my circumstance and that that I was accepted um, was something that is I, I still feel is extremely special and um, 
and yeah, and I hope, and, and, and it's something that I was surprised myself that I did well at as well. So, so it's, it's, it was a cool experience and, and I, I would, I would like to build on that. Mm. I think yeah, I would like yeah, to course, do more schools. Um, but it's something. I mean, since you did that, you've been doing these administrative things and more of these. Yeah, I'm trying to beef up the, the resume yeah, and trying to get yeah, involved with things yeah. like in a more formal way. Always but, growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trying. Yeah. But um, but it's cool. So I think that like, but I feel that it's all related. You know, I mean, I feel sure. like, you know, sure. and I, I've been taking on contracting work as well for other small businesses and trades associations, working with um, either artists or anybody. I, I feel like my involvement with people, whether it's pushing my own stuff as a as an entrepreneur or whether I'm being a consultant or a manager to another artist mm. or uh, whatever way I'm, I'm involved with somebody I'm the key is just kind of understanding uh, oneself understanding what they're after um, understanding who their audience is and what they want and and if if these things align um, then being able to articulate these that alignment in a way that's honest in a way that's captivating, and in a way that's in one's own voice. So, so, so I, I kind of coach. In You've always way. been about people finding their own yeah. voice and, and so taking as, this yeah. information and running with it. Yeah, and so as yeah. a label head, or as a as a publisher, or as a music producer, or any of the, any of these involvements that I have with artists, for example, I never. Um, I try not to do too much for them. I try to be there. I try to be there as a as a springboard and to to be there as a coach or you know what I mean and try it's to vision school. It's kind of like <laughs> you're that. You're teaching vision school. Yeah, and you're and, not handing out the play of fishes. You're teaching vision school. Yeah, and that's it. And I and I think that the end result is something that it's like it's a way we build trust in one another. It's a way that like and really ultimately it's it's a way for um the the subject or the student or whatever you want to call them, the artist, to um feel complete ownership of what they've made right, you know what i mean right. and and, and yeah. to be proud of it and to to know that what they're doing is honest and i think that's a problem that a lot of um independent artists who i meet in my path um ones who are struggling um it's just really difficult to be honest about what we want out of this stuff that we're doing and it's difficult to feel like what we're doing is like worthy like i mean it's it's a, it's a real like especially sure. in a society that doesn't value um this this activity it's in a society that looks at musicians as losers or degenerates or they're lazy or they can't get a real job or these things like that because and 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 uh, and I see people working not only really hard at what they're doing but they're working 10 other jobs mm -hmm. and I and I would put myself in that category and so this is this is this is a big you know a very long answer to the question this is all <laughs> boils down to the why of of what I'm involved in and what I am feeling extremely grateful to be part of and, and what I'm hoping to continue growing in. Viking Moses, thank you for talking to me thank today. You. I don't think I've ever said this, but I love you very much I in love my you podcast. Much, yeah. <laughs> um, Epiphysis Foundation, Epifo. Epifo Music. We've rebranded. Rebranded as Epifo. Epifo. E-P-I-F-O. That's it. If you're curious, just Epifo it on your Google line there. Yeah. Something will pop up. Yeah. Give us another song. Got one yeah, we got uh, this. I guess I'll take us out. This is um, this song's called Take Tender. Um, um, Thanks to RondaTurnbow.com. Thank our, you, Rhonda. Our, 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 our sponsor for today. Thank you, Viking Moses, for meeting me outside of DC. Yeah, yeah thank outside you. Outside of this swamp. <laughs> yeah, this song's called Take Tender. It's, um, it's a love story. It's, it's, it's about um, a, a young couple who were um, executed publicly where they live, um, where they lived in Afghanistan. Um, they had a love affair that was not approved by 
the elders and they paid with it, paid for it with their lives. And um, knowing, knowing the risks they paid for it with their lives, I was um, deeply inspired by that um, as a testament to love. It's, it's probably a, a, an intensity of love that I, for better or worse, may never experience. Um, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a level of courage that I just can't even understand. So this is, uh, uh, I hope this is, I hope this honors this in a respectful way without pointing fingers at any, anybody's culture to say whether the events that transpired are right or wrong. Um, I, I just, all I mean to say is there's a couple who were in love, um, that went against the rules, knowing the risks and, and, and suffered the consequences and, um, and that, that, that kind of love and courage is inspiring to me. So this is Take Tender. Perfect. Ah, 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 ah. 
Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Share with your friends. Thank you, my friend. Hey, we forgot to talk about the first time when you when you opened for Palace on their last tour. 1996. So in five months, let's do this again. Okay. All right. We'll do an <laughs> yeah, right. episode in five months. You can play old songs now. All right. Great. Okay. I'll do so, all Will Oldham covers. Yeah. <laughs> stop now. I'll do all Ween songs. Okay. Um, stop. Uh, subscribe and share with your friends. And thank you for listening. And, thank you, everybody. Um, and uh, yeah, be happy. Smile more. Talk to you soon. I mean, if you don't feel like smiling, that's cool too. I understand. We all feel like what we feel. <laughs>